Sangram here, ready to go. <laughs> yeah, Caitlin is telling me that, hey, it's actually live. So we are live for another episode of Office Hours, which means we're going to be in our office talking about real problems, real challenges that you and we are facing in business and let let the conversation happen, right? So uh, we have started a Flip My Funnel community on LinkedIn. So if you want to just click on one of the links, you can join that where we are actually figuring out what topics to talk about. So feel free to join that. It'd be, it'd be a blast. Uh, there are real awesome marketers and salespeople in that in that group. And today's topic is pretty controversial. So again, welcome to everybody who's joined. Today's about is MQL and SQL, do you really need those in an account-based marketing world? And I think it's gonna be very controversial for some of the people. I'm not even sure it's PR approved as, uh, as Betsy just told me like, hey, this this actually, we should we should talk through this. Uh, but I do think there's there's actual data research done on this topic, and I think if you're truly doing account based, I think you might you might want to reconsider some of these things. So again, the topic is, do you need MQL or SQL? So if you want to just start liking and posting comments, yes, no, whatever, it'd be awesome because the first part I'm going to spend on why MQL and SQL was needed. And to begin with, so I'm gonna just start about, talk about that for a second. So while I'm talking about why MQL and SQL is important, you might wanna just type in there and say, do you say, think MQL and SQL are still important as it was maybe a year ago or 10 years ago? So first of all, MQL and SQL was created because the whole funnel was kind of, as you all know, top broad at the top, net at the bottom, which means we don't know who's coming at the top absolutely no clue who's coming at the top. So marketing needed to qualify if these are the right people. And once marketing qualified, if these are the right people, salespeople needed to support, hey, is this the right lead that marketing says is a good one so I can follow up on it. And then the sales process, the sales AE, the account executive will get involved. So you can see the process, the whole point of MQL and SQL was because there was mistrust or there has been mistrust between marketing and sales, and more importantly, we had no idea who's coming from the top. So let's say you're an organization today where you get a thousand leads every single month. And Rick, I ran marketing at Pardot. We, we obviously at Mark, you know, we do a ton of stuff at Terminus and all the other places. If you get a thousand leads a month, Forrester Research says that less than 1% of the leads are turning to customers. That's a research proven data point with 100,000 plus accounts. They have, they have companies have run this research, which means that there's something wrong with this idea of, I don't know who's coming at the top, but we're gonna spend a lot of time, money, energy, resources on qualifying them by marketing, and then further qualifying them by sales, and then an AE can follow up. You can see the friction points in it as I'm talking through it. It's really hard to even consume that somebody just filled up a form and we're going through this process. That is why there's so much explosion of technologies in marketing and sales. There's so much explosion of all the analytics that happen around this and there are so many processes. So again, if you just joined, you might just want to share your thoughts before I share my thoughts on the idea, do you really need MQL and SQL in an account-based world? The other reason that to think about is lead scoring. Why did we need lead scoring? Let's talk about that for a second. We needed lead scoring because we didn't know if this lead was interested enough in us, right? But then even after having the right amount of interest, they went through the MQL and SQL qualification. 
that should tell us that there's something wrong in the process. If they have shown the right amount of interest, why are we qualifying? Why are we not just giving to the sales team? So lead scoring itself, I think, is getting reinvented as we speak. And probably the most real pain point, and I think I'm gonna rub a lot of people the wrong way on this one, but hear me out. The reason there is exist SLAs between sales and marketing, the service level agreements like, hey look, when I give a lead to you salesperson, you need to follow up within next 24 hours or three days or five days, whatever the process might be, that just smells there is no trust between teams. Why wouldn't a salesperson follow up on a lead that is actually gonna drive and give them paycheck? Makes no sense, right? Why would you need to create rules and regulations around it? Not processes, but rules. SLAs tells me rules. Why would you need to do that if marketing is gonna give them sales, the leads they want to, co to close? Makes no sense. The whole point of all of this is that we have to go back in time to figure out why leads exist, why MQLs and SQL were needed, why lead scoring may not have been the most effective way of figuring out what sales is closing, and then why did the handoff between marketing and sales needed to be so much processized that we have to create SLAs between the team. So I can see some people really uh, getting into it, but again, if you say, do you say yes or no, just like or comment on this, do you think we need lead scoring and do we need MQL and SQL today in the account-based marketing world? And I'm just hearing like, Danny, hey man, how you doing? Uh, Danny say, I would argue no. So that's his thing. Uh, Dale, he got his sandwich going. Dale, I love that you actually said you're gonna have a sandwich and you have a sandwich right now in your hand, so that's pretty cool. You might wanna show a picture over there. Um, and, and he's saying, let's go. And I love, Dale, your thoughts on it. I see uh, Sean uh, saying that, yes, please explain. So my explanation on all of this is that I think all of this was created because we didn't know who was coming at the top. Now, if you have an organization, so I'm gonna go through a couple of scenarios. One is, if you're an organization who fully moved to ABM, I'm gonna talk about that. And then if you're an organization that is half and half or somewhere in the middle of like, hey, look, we get a really good inbound and we're also moving into ABM. So I'm gonna handle two different scenarios at the same time, all right, one at a time. If you're moving all in ABM, all in, which means you have a target list, you know who you're going after, you know the accounts that you wanna focus on, you know how you're gonna engage them, you're activating your sales team on the right accounts, you're, you're going through the whole team framework that we talk about, target, engage, activate, measure. I argue that if any account, any person from the account that you're focusing comes to your website, I, I would argue you shouldn't waste time in qualifying them because you've already qualified them as part of your target list. Remember, the reason we needed marketing qualification was because we didn't know who was coming. But if you're doing account-based 100%, I'm only talking to the people right now who do 100% ABM, you should know who's coming to your website. And if they, when you figure out who that, let's say IBM is coming to your website, and if IBM is one of your target list of accounts, then why are you qualifying them? Why should marketing qualify? Why should you do, go through lead scoring? Why should sales need to qualify? You need to go after them. Right, I mean, that was the whole point. That means you have been going after IBM and now IBM showed up. Maybe you did one-to-one -one targeting, maybe you did direct mail, maybe you did events and invited them. So if IBM shows up to your door, which is your website, why wouldn't you just give it to the salesperson and start following up? Why would you go through an SLA and MQL and SQL and lead scoring? Makes no sense, right? So I would love people's opinion on that. I think 
you don't need a full-blown MQL and SQL process if you know which accounts are coming to your website and if that's what you're focused on. As a matter of fact, in, uh, in the book, a ABM is B2B, that you guys can look at, there are examples of companies where the traffic drops by 70% or so because they're now focused on only the target list of accounts, which means if you have the right list of companies to go after and if only they are coming to your website, your process should be way more streamlined. You don't have to go through so much qualification. All right, so that's for companies that are full-blown account-based. What do you guys think? Like, keep keep uh, commenting and, and sharing what you think about it, but that's a big idea. MQL, SQL, you really need it if you are an account-based strategy. Now, let's talk about the companies, which are majority of the companies that are in between. They are like, hey, look, we got a thousand leads coming every month. We got this lead gen program tuned in. We do content syndication. We, we do a whole bunch of things and it just works. We know a percent of them convert into MQLs, SQLs, and it just works. Great. Makes sense. Keep doing that. I'm not saying don't do that. You actually might need MQL and SQL because you don't know who's coming in. But even though, if you're doing MQL and SQL in that process, here's my challenge for you you should have a list of companies that matter to you that you want to close, right? So every time somebody comes through an inbound channel and if they are the right account that your sales team has identified as a important account to go after, why would you go through a qualification process for those accounts, for a subset of the accounts that come online that you were not targeting? It, it, again, it is all about efficiency in the process. To me, ABM at the, at, at the basic level is about creating efficient systems and efficient processes so that your marketing and sales organization just flows through it. And if that doesn't happen, then I'm not sure why we exist as marketing and sales organization. What's the point of all these systems? So my point to all of you is this. If you're doing account-based marketing and if your organization is fully ABM, I would say go all in. That's what you focus on. You probably don't need a whole bunch of qualification because you already know the account that's coming to your website and if somebody knocks on your door and you're expecting a pizza delivery and the pizza boy shows up you're gonna take the pizza you're not gonna say wait a minute why did you show up at my door let me qualify you I mean it makes makes no sense right so but if you are an organization who has a heavy inbound engine going and if that's what's happening I think you might still need some amount of MQL SQL but your velocity of the reason that's the optimal word I want you guys to dial into this the velocity of your qualification should be way faster a lot of deals are lost because of this now let me let me share something that we wrote in the book and this is from the research uh, by topo um, all right here we go so the topo report says two couple of things one is this is the 2019 topo report that uh, st statement that we wanted to include in the book and they said this that according to the 2019 Topo account-based benchmark research, organization with a strong ideal customer profile achieves 68% higher account win rate. Let me say that again. According to this benchmark report, this is 2019, this is now, we're not talking about 2015, 2019, they say organization with a strong ideal customer profile achieves 68% higher account win rate. Now why is that? Why would you get such a high win rate all of a sudden because you're going account-based? Well, you get such a high win rate because you're not going through the qualification process and you're not wasting time. You already have qualified accounts in your company. So that was really the big idea I wanted to share with everybody is that, hey, look, MQL and SQL, 
it has been in the industry for a while. A lot of organizations have built the backbone of their entire marketing stack around those things. But if you're doing ABM, I'm gonna challenge you guys to rethink about it, re rethink where you need MQL and SQL, and know that the reason MQL and SQLs were created was because you didn't have a whole bunch of you didn't know who was coming in so you had to qualify them but if you're doing account base you should know exactly who's coming in and if they're not in your top tier accounts maybe you need to qualification process but if they're in the top tier accounts that you want to go after i would just go all in so that's that's what my whole goal is so i don't know i think it's like friday afternoon like dial in i don't see a whole bunch of conversations yeah these so paul's question is are these sessions recorded i think if you go to my feed you can you can see it um, I know Danny, you would argue no, this is that you don't need MQLs and SQLs. I would agree 100% with you. And I just feel like organizations need to start looking at their whole processes and say, what is the best way to efficiently go from someone raising their hand and saying, I'm ready to buy to like, all right, let's go, let's let's get into it. So, Sager, can I post a question? Yeah, go ahead. So I'm gonna have you maybe repeat this a little bit, but- Yep, I'm gonna repeat a question that Betsy's asking over here. What do you do if in your organization, your leadership still really defines value by lead, that's a number they still really care about, but yep. they're willing to let you incorporate ABM into your process? How do you kind of square both of those things? All right, so the question that Betsy asked that we get a lot is, how do you look at leads coming in? Organization looks at lead as a big value, Right, you know, you're, a lot of times the value of marketing is defined by a lot of times how many leads you're bringing in because that's the only thing they want to measure versus if your if marketing team wants to do ABM and they know there's value in it. Well, look, there's, this happens every day, folks. Like every organization knows that there's, an, there's a better way to do marketing. We all are trying to do better marketing, better sales, better whatever you're trying to do. We all are geared to do something better. So. In many organizations, the reason leads is so important is because they have no idea they want to, how, do you, how, do you, how else do you measure success or how else do you forecast anything for your sales organization and marketing team? Like there's just no way for them to look at it today, right? The idea of engagement is so new. So for me, I think we should look at leads, but look at leads differently. The way I would say and answer that question, Betsy, uh, and for everybody who wants to kind of figure out, well, look, we, we understand leads and our organization is saying we need leads and I can just go and tell them engagement, it doesn't compute, I get it. I think leads can be done in a few different ways. If you give the right leads in the accounts that your salespeople care about, I think those leads are right leads. You should try to get them in any way they can. You can go through webinars, you can go through retargeting, you can do one-to-one -one apps to do that. Whatever ways you wanna go and get those leads makes perfect sense for you. But if those leads are not from your target accounts, I'm gonna challenge you to rethink, is that the right lead you want? Because as an organization, you have identified, you should have, if you're doing account-based, here are the 300, 500, 1,000 accounts I'm gonna go after. And if you're not generating leads in those 1,000 accounts, then what is marketing doing to drive revenue and create that alignment? It, 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 is, it is kind of a mystery to me. So leads are okay only if it's coming from the right accounts. Leads are actually gonna suck time out of your marketing and sales team if they're not the right accounts. So if you have pre-identified the accounts, I would say go for all in, try to get lead generation. This LinkedIn does a great job of doing lead generation. There's many different ways to do it, but try to get those leads for the accounts which means that you're not gonna have that many lead, that much lead volume. And that's okay, because we just ran through the Topo report, and the Topo report said that companies that are practicing ABM 
in, in the truest form, they're having 68% more win rate, which means you're gonna win more. The reason people have so much more pipeline and we need so many leads is because our win rate is really small. Like most organization win rate is about 9% or 10%. Now imagine if you can increase that to 15% or 20%. You don't need that many leads at the top to do that. You need more pipeline velocity and conversion. So to me, leads from the right accounts make sense. And if you can generate more uh, conversion rate, win rate, I think you'll see more revenue from it. Does that make sense? Awesome. All right, guys, so we're going to close it on this, but thank you so much. Join the Flip My Funnel community on LinkedIn. Uh, there should be a link over there, and we'll try to do this. If this is not the best time, just type in there like, hey, maybe we should do it on a Monday or a Tuesday or a Thursday. Like, we're just testing this and figuring out what is the best platform and what is the best time for it. So, see y'all later.